you're here. Parent episode 300. Episode 300. Woo. Just going to keep repeating in case it didn't kick in in time. No, it's fine. We're good. Okay. Just covered um, in my bases. <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't know um, that it was episode 300 because if you go where we host it, Podbean, it only says we have like 297 ish, or maybe this would be 98. Mm. E- either way. Um, but I think it's it might be missing a couple of the first ones. Uh, I think we lost the first couple episodes, and we definitely lost episode zero off of there. Did we? Did we tweet out that we're live? I'm I'm tweeting that right now. Cool. Because it's episode three hundred. It oh yeah, I'm gonna tweet out that it's episode three hundred. Apparently, three hundred. We did it. Um. And what we were talking about, but although I thought we had recovered them and added them to the thing, but I just I really don't know. I don't know. I anyway. thought I thought you did too. I remember you like unearthing episode yeah, zero. So again. Pod, so but then why isn't pot maybe we're not at episode three hundred? Maybe we're bad at counting. <laughs> like I know our doc says we're at three hundred, but that's been wrong before. So like maybe, maybe if I like open up Maybe iTunes, not episode three hundred. <laughs> maybe not. Like it's either like it's either like this week or like definitely in February. But I'm gonna open up iTunes and see how much is on iTunes. It's going to be like a completely different number as well. So we just absolutely have no idea. Top down perspective. Nope. You'd think I'd be able to spell the podcast by now. <laughs> perspective. There we go. You've had, you've had a couple years. It's a tough word. A I, tough I know. Word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. Load faster. Phone. <laughs> this is great radio. It's beautiful radio. It's even better pod oh, or live oh. stream. So where were you when episode one started? Okay, probably just, recording probably the, the rest of the episodes. Okay, so I don't think this is episode three hundred. Oh no! I think this is two ninety eight. Oh no! Unless Podbean is missing some, like that's the thing. Like unless, because like episode one, it doesn't. It's because that the one that's type number one is clearly not our first episode because the description is like sorry for the late upload blah 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 like we've been doing this for a little bit. This is all. Remember, we didn't start on Podbean. We started on somewhere else and then we moved to Podbean. Right, and we did like we we probably lost a couple episodes from episodes. that. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is probably episode three hundred. Okay, well we're just gonna say it's three hundred, and if someone wants to fight us, they they know where to send their their grief <clears throat> uh so yeah episode 300 sorry you're asking where i was yeah for episode one where I were you right. when episode one was recorded in my basement where were you in my basement no you're in my basement did, no we uh, oh episode zero was the one that we did online it was everyone else we did in live you're right wait we did one not yeah the very first episode we did was uh skype remember that's think, that's why that's so. why we decided to do it at your house well then, oh, there's an episode zero. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. It's been a while, so I can understand why you wouldn't remember it. Yeah, like it's 300 episodes. That's six years. About we turned six lat this month. Oh my god, really? Yeah, the podcast Jesus. is six years old. Oh my god. <clears throat> um, 
I guess maybe that's fitting that it's only the two of us because we're the two that have been yeah, around the whole time. The founding members that are still around. Yeah. I will be I mean, replacing myself after this podcast with Hulk Hogan, though. He will be the permanent fixture. There you he go. Over. He will take <laughs> he over for t- the rest of He's going to do the next 300. Yep. Um, I'm tagging out, brother. To be fair, though, neither of us have done all, all 300 episodes. We've definitely ducked out for some. I probably have the lowest attendance rate. <laughs> I mean, if you include, like, Nathan, I think it's him. All right, but if you're including Nathan, I feel like that's cheating now since he left, like, two years ago. Right, right. I mean, he still was on a lot of episodes, like, probably close to 200. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but between you and me, though, I think you've ducked out more times than I have. That's because I'm usually not in the country, so that kind of complicates things. Right, yeah, you travel a lot more. You travel a lot more. I think maybe <laughs> I've missed maybe 10 episodes is my guess. That few? Oh, yeah, that's probably right. I'm going to guess 10, because it's usually like the odd occurrence when I'm sick, and then the couple times I've been traveling. It's definitely not more than 20, I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. But anyway, um, here's to 300 more. And only 300 more. We stop after that. We stop in <laughs> 20, uh, 2022. It's a good year. It's got lots a, of twos yeah, in it. A lot of twos in it. I mean, we're not going to get to a year with more twos. Right. That's I, That's not going to stop me from trying. I mean, yeah. Like Here's to, to fair, the year 2222. Two, when, two, two. when, we, when we signed the blood contract to start Top Down Perspective, it did state when one of us dies, we have to replace, be replaced with someone else for like all of, all of time. The, you're making this sound like the Highlander. Like we have to go cut people's heads off to live longer. I mean, we don't have to live longer, but the podcast must live longer than us. We're going to franchise it out. I figure that's the best way to keep it going. Yeah, basically. Basically. Who's texting me? Okay, never mind. All right. Um, but let's let's get into this show. All right. Because that's not going to be for a long time. Top-down perspective. It's about video games. Um, Paul's not here. I don't know why. Um, I wasn't here last week because I got the flu. Mm. Like everyone in my office got the flu. And I was here both weeks because I don't have anywhere else to go. Yep. Uh, I'm going to hit this cough button a lot. Hopefully I don't, uh, cough into the mic exactly, but we'll see how far I get. Lots of sniffling going to be happening. Um, but anyway, yeah, January 28th, John Wheeler is here and yep. Sean Booker, me is here. Uh, John, Yo. why don't you uh, tell the people what you have been playing? All right, so I started doing just like some short street, well, short stream plays of some games. So I played through all of Super Ghouls and Ghosts on a, two streams, and then I started playing Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City on stream last night. Okay. okay. So Super Ghouls and Ghosts, super hard platformer. Uh, you have to beat the game twice to actually beat the game, and you have to beat the final bosses with this stupid fucking stupid item that really sucks and basically took like four hours of the six hours i dedicated to that game might even have been longer i don't know uh and michael jordan chaos in the windy city it is a platforming game where uh your your teammates have been kidnapped and you as michael jordan with a magic array of basketballs have to go save him from a mad scientist called dr max cranium is this in relation to Charles Barkley, Shut Up and Jam? No, because uh, that was an actual basketball game. Okay. I thought this was like a sequel or something. What am I thinking You're of? thinking of Charles Barkley, Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, which is the RPG. 
Okay. And this has nothing. This is no, like no. This, this is this is a game that came out by Electronic Arts back in like 1994. Uh, okay. Shut up and jam. Gaiden came out like 2005. Okay. All something right. like that, and it's done in RPG Maker. Is that maybe a sequel to this? Like to, yeah, to this. No, sadly. Okay, so just no connection. Right. No. Now, the, the, really, I don't even think there's any really real tie into Shut Up and Jam, except for the the name. And that is, I think it's using the same Charles Barkley sprite. All right. And yeah, just basketball. Basketball. Games. Really just basketball. Uh, other than that, uh, you know what? It's not bad. There's some frustrating parts. The platforming <clears throat> is a little weird at times, but it it's all right as a game. Did you beat both these games? Uh, I'm halfway through uh, Michael Jordan, but I beat Super Golden Ghost. All right. I've, the only Golden Ghost games I played, it was one that was on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Which version would that have been? The, that... Uh, Game Boy or Advance? Game Boy Advance. Uh, Advance would have been Super Ghouls and Ghosts, but it's okay. different. It's different because that version took stages from the other versions of Super Ghouls and Ghosts, but it was mainly stages from the Super Nintendo one. It's a little weird. It's like a Greatest Hits version. Okay. I think that was the first Game Boy Advance game I played. That is a very interesting game to start off on. Yeah. Well, because I got my Game Boy Advance for Christmas, and, and then my parents had thrown in that. Mm. And some Dragon Ball Z card battle game. <laughs> All right, which I couldn't. I don't. In- I couldn't tell you a thing about. Interesting choices. But I remember playing more of the card battle one because Ghouls and Ghosts was stupid hard. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I have about seven hours of footage to prove it. Right. Uh, otherwise, I've been playing Mario Luigi Paper Jam. I feel like this game was just like, like no one talked about this game. It's. A Mario and Luigi game. I like but, those. But easier somehow. Okay. Uh, the last Paper Mario game sucked. Sticker Star. Yeah. Is it better than that? Uh, keep in mind, I liked Sticker Star, so I may not be the person to ask on that. Okay. But so far, it's all right. It just seems like it's a Mario and Luigi game. So it's more Mario Luigi than it is Sticker Star? Oh, way more. Paper way, Mario? way more. Okay. That is that game was like ninety nine percent Mario and Luigi. It just has the character in it. The character and some of the enemies are paper versions. Like it's weird. They do it so that some of the enemies are like the Mario and Luigi style, and then some of them are the paper versions. So you can be in a fight. They'll be like, "Here's a paper Hammer Brother and a Hammer Brother," and they'll okay. fight slightly different. So that's how like they get around like having different versions of characters. I saw some like good like Princess Peach jokes. Yeah, the writing seems pretty sharp. Like, I mean, not as sharp as some of the earlier Paper Mario games, but it seems like they're they're going for it. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. It's some of it. It feels a tiny bit dumbed down, and there's a lot of like, I wouldn't call it grinding. What would I call it? Like a lot of busy work in the game. You have to go around collecting all these paper toads, and they're like hidden in towns, and like you have to like win fights to get them and stuff like that. And they'll add things like, oh, here's a time limit. Try to find all these toads. But that's the only way that you can progress the story. How many toads are there? uh, I've found 80 so far. And the game game says that's about 27%. And you need them all? Uh, You probably need most of them. Sounds like, do you get them like in bulk or is it always one at a time? You get them in bulk. Like, all right, here's 10. All right, here's eight. All right, you need to get another 20. So go and do these missions here, and then you'll get them. I don't know. Okay. There's, I, I, 
kind of like Dream Team a little bit better. But Dream uh, Team was super long. Do you think it's going to be like as long? I've heard it's not as long. Okay. I have heard that, and I'm getting the feeling too because I, I I've only got like eight hours clocked, and then the game's already like yeah, you've already got like quarter of the toads. Uh, I don't know. I am enjoying it so far. It plays all right. They got rid of like the bonus for like leveling up, unless that was also not in Dream Team. Remember how like you know when you level up, you could pick one stat you could like spin a roulette on. Uh, yeah, that's... I don't remember if that's in Dream Team or not. Yeah, I don't remember that's in. I thought it was, but either way, it's not in Paper Jam. So okay. And is I'm... there like any paper? Paper Mario aspect to it, or just random characters? Random characters. Paper Mario mm-hmm. uses like his like flatten ability to go through cracks and wander around, stuff like that. So there's uh, like some platforming stuff that it's like only Paper Mario can do this. I wouldn't call it platforming. I'd call it walking through a wall and then like talking to something. Okay. <laughs> but right. yeah, like this, there are a couple things Paper Mario can only do. Uh, Paper Mario transforms a bunch to help you like dodge enemies during boss fights and stuff like that. Uh. He joins in on, like, the bro moves. Now they're, like, trio moves instead. But there's also moves that only Mario and Luigi can use together. And Paper Mario just kind of sits on the sideline and cheers them on. What's the uh, what's the justification for them being in the same place? Uh, Luigi found a book. And this book it was actually a gateway to their world. And he accidentally opened it and freed everyone. So that's why there's so many paper everything everywhere. That's why there's two Bowsers. That's why there's two Princess Peaches, and that's why there's two Marios. All right. So, I mean, so far it's all right. I'll I'll keep playing it, but I didn't finish Dream Team. I got to the second last area and stopped. I'm wondering if this is going to be the same for this game. Yeah, this one just seems, like, super forgettable. Like I said, I haven't heard, like, anyone talk about this game at all, so. Yeah, I don't know. The, uh, there's also, like... I guess every Mario and Luigi game has like a weird gimmick. So this one's is papercraft battles. Okay. So you remember in Dream Team they had like the giant Luigi fights. Yeah. Yeah, like that. This replaces that. Okay. Uh, it's what are these? you walk around in this area on a giant papercraft figure. Uh, so far, it's been Mario and Luigi. I don't know if it changes at all. It might just be those two. Uh, and you basically, I guess I'd call it sumo battle a bunch of normal enemies that are also have giant papercraft versions of themselves. Like you can either dash into them or you can throw the papercraft at them. So you have to do like boss fights doing that. You have to fight like a bunch of normal enemies and you just have to like dodge and keep picking up your character. I don't know how I feel about them. I'm kind of lukewarm on them. They don't feel super fun. Imagine, do you remember that old, like in Mario party, that old tank game? Uh, not specifically. Okay, I'm just trying to think of what to compare it to. Imagine, like, uh, a third-person shooter with tank controls, but your only attacks are dashing into the enemy and throwing yourself at them. Okay. I don't know, I'm... Yeah, yeah, it seems cumbersome. It it feels a little awkward. It's probably the weakest part in the game so far. I mean... In Dream Team, the giant Luigi things weren't like anything great either, and they were real short. I know, but at least they were like they were different. They felt different enough and enjoyable enough. Okay, I like them. Uh, nothing in Papercraft One really hasn't grabbed me yet. After like two battles. Okay, well, see how long you last with it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, the only other thing I'm having with it is I'm finding it too easy. 
which I guess I can't be too shocked. I had the same problem with some of the other Mario Luigi games. Uh, I am trying to do these expert challenges where it's like, oh yeah, dodge like five attacks uh, from like a certain enemy. I keep killing the enemies too fast. Because the game need to like get to a like a harder stage. May, part I, of the see, game. I, I don't know if that's the case. Like, if you get to fight harder versions of those enemies later, because like it marks off like, oh, like dodge five attacks in a row from this enemy, and there's no way to just skip a turn. You have to attack, or you have to use an item, or you have to flee. Can't you defend? No. Oh. Because remember, Mario Luigi is all about like the the dodging. I thought uh, I thought you could defend. Yeah, know. so I just keep having to hope that I don't kill them to try right. to grind out these attacks and stuff. So I don't know. It's a little just weird. Use but like a use like a potion. I, yeah, I guess, okay. but I don't want to just keep wasting that. And I think after if they have full health, they can't use them. So oh, okay. But yeah, well. uh, eh, experience. I think Dream Team's a bit better, but so far, it's a Mario and Luigi game. What have you been uh, playing? Uh, all right, last two weeks. Um, let's go to the list. I guess just kind of going in order. <clears throat> I played a uh, Sybil. Okay, which... so Paul was really excited about this. So what is this? Yeah, I wish he had. He was here to talk about it. So this is a game by uh, uh, Nina Freeman, who uh, it works for the Fulbright Company. Who's uh, you know they did Gone Home. They're working on Tacoma right now. Anyway. It's only about an hour long, and it's a game kind of chronicling her experience with like an online relationship through uh, through an MMO. And uh, you know, there's there's a fake game in in Sybil. I forget what it's called, but in in actuality, this is this was her time when she was in college, playing a lot of Final Fantasy on uh, I guess eleven online um mm-hmm. and then and then i guess you know she met like a guy online and they started talking and they eventually like met up meet up and stuff so you the interface is basically just kind of her computer screen so you can look at like blog posts she's made like selfies she's taken and sent to the guy and stuff and then when you go into the game uh you know he'll eventually show up and you'll just kind of like you're not really playing you're just kind of clicking on enemies and then just kind of watching your character beat them but you're just mainly listening to these two characters talk to each other while, and there's like text messages happening. Uh, and like I said, it's, it's real short, um, but it's just kind of like real interesting personal story uh, of, of the online relationship. There's FMV in it um, of her, of herself. And uh, I guess a, a friend pl- who's playing the guy that, yeah, that, you know, this actually happened and such. Um, but yeah, I just found it kind of interesting and um you know, uh, just from like a story point, I, there's not really a lot of games about like real personal topics like that and such. So uh, I enjoyed it, but I don't know if it's if if it's like worth it for everyone. Because like I said, it's super short. You won't really play it again, but it's something just like super real different uh, in terms of, of games. Um, Kind of along the same track of like real personal stories, I then went and played through that Dragon Cancer. Okay. Um, which is by a husband and wife team about how they lost their infant son to cancer when he was like three or four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing this at the Indiecades at Pax's numerous times. 
Yeah, so this is not a very happy game, that's for sure. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty sad. The the art style is pretty interesting. It's um super like kind of low poly, like characters like basically don't even have like facial features for the most part. You can kind of make out like a nose and and like eye sockets. Um so you know it almost looks like a PS1 game. Obviously a lot crisper. Uh some of the uh the mini games that are in there that kind of that are trying to like work as metaphors just weren't really doing it for me and they're just kind of cumbersome. Um and then and then the other thing is yeah, which this isn't really this is not um an issue I had with it. It's just something that kind of put me off is it gets pretty like heavily religious in the back half which is fine i mean it's a personal that makes sense yeah it's 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 a personal story these people are clearly are clearly religious so it would definitely be an aspect to it um but just as someone who who is who doesn't relate to that at all it just kind of takes me out of it a little bit i guess um there's also this one i don't even know if it's a puzzle or something but you're in a church trying to play the piano and I have no idea how I was supposed to progress or what I did to progress. I even looked up like a video. I was like, cause I was tired of this and I don't know how that person progressed, but I just kind of tried to follow along with what they did, which that was, that was annoying. But, um, other than that though, you're, you're doing real simple, um, like click to walk around the area. And then you're just basically listening to the voice actors who are the, the parents themselves, um, basically go through, uh, finding out what's wrong with their son, uh, you know, figure, being told there's nothing they can the, that the doctors can do about it, and then just kind of having to like, l- like live with that and go through it. So, I I feel kind of similar to this game as I did t- with Papa EO, where I don't know if everyone needs uh to play it, but. If you're into interested in games from like more of like an academic standpoint of like I want to see something that is no other games really touching on, um, then then there is this game. Uh, this game's about two to three hours long, so it's a bit longer than than Civil. Um, but between the two, I think I just kind of enjoyed my time more with Civil. I don't know if it's because I was able to relate to it a bit more, because um, you know I don't have, I don't have kids. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, just two, two kind of real interesting games, real personal, uh, that are touching on stories that I haven't seen elsewhere in video games. So it was, it was cool to see these people tackle that. Um, but let's get on a lighter note and talk about how I finished Ace Attorney 3. All right. I was hoping you were going to go even darker somehow. I'm like, on a, on a lighter note, Call of Duty. Call of Duty, no. Um, Ace Attorney 3, you're right. Ace Attorney 3 is so good. It's probably my favorite one for like a number of reasons. That last mission ties like the whole trilogy together. Mm-hmm. Like when when I started realizing that through that, I was like, oh man. The the new prosecutor in number three, Godot. I, I'm assuming it's Godot. Uh, right? Yeah, that's, it depends that's on who you talk to. Some people say, it's, some say Godot, Godot. Godot. There's a number of different ways of saying it. Yeah, I was going with Godot. He's so cool. Like just from the beginning, I was like, I like his character design. When it's his turn, he's got that. He's got that smoky jazz. Yeah, 
Uh, it's so good. So he's got good. he's got the best theme song. It's yeah, he's great. Um, but yeah, that was just that was such a blast. And immediately upon finishing that, I was like, "All right, got to keep going." And then and then here was here was my like issue. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go right into Apollo, which is the next game chronologically. Yeah. Or if I wanted just to go to Ace Attorney Four, and normally you'd think, obviously go Apollo, right? It's the next one. But having it on my phone was so just convenient because when I'm on a train, like you know, I'm holding onto the railing with one hand, got one hand on my phone, perfect. I can quickly like switch to a web browser if I'm stuck or something, all with one hand. It's delightful. If I go to Apollo, because Apollo and Miles Edgeworth are not on iOS. They're only on the DS. So if I'm playing those ones, I have to have a DS there, which is two hands. If I'm stuck, I have to get my phone out. Like, it's just cumbersome. So I was like, do I go for the, like, real convenience of Ace Attorney 4, or or do I just go into Apollo? And I I went with Apollo. I, I purchased that. Yeah. Um, it should think, be coming. It, it makes uh, sense tomorrow. because Ace Attorney 5 has uh, characters from Apollo Justice. Yeah, yeah. So it'll just be a nice treat once I finish up those two. But yeah, I'm keeping the train rolling. I'm just going right into the next one. And you, you haven't played Apollo, is that right? No, I finished it. I finished it. Uh, oh, okay. November. I finished it in November. Oh, I thought there was one you haven't played. Uh, you, Miles what, Edgeworth, Investigation Attorney Investigations. You did you haven't played or you haven't finished it? Haven't played. Uh, okay. I got. In, I'm in Chapter Two of Ace Attorney Five, but I've beaten one through four. Which one's five? Five is the one you keep calling four. Why are you calling it five then? Because it's five. Apollo Justice is number four. Does that count as an Ace it, Attorney it game? It does. It, it's called Ace Attorney. It does. Okay, well. It's called Ace okay. Attorney Apollo Justice. I thought it was one, two, three, Apollo Justice, Miles Edgeworth, Ace Attorney four. No, uh, um, Edgeworth is a spinoff, but Apollo Justice is in the main series. But I feel like Apollo Justice is a spin-off. It's not. It's really okay. not. And because okay, well, 5 plays just continues on after, so Okay. Um Well, I'm going to go chronologically. Um so I might play Miles Edgeworth before you. Probably. In fact, I might have played through all of them in the time since you stopped playing Miles Edgeworth. Or wait, you never played Miles Edgeworth. No, I did but not you, play Miles Edgeworth. Yes. Okay. I got it within the last year. Oh, then never mind. I thought you had it for a bit. No, I've had it for about a year. I think I got it last year at MAGFest. Okay. And what made you want to play not play that one before 5? Because it's not the same. It plays pretty differently. But, like, what if there's story stuff? Uh, and I, the it, does, it doesn't tie directly. Okay. So that's how I, mean, I know I can, I can, like, wait till later to play it. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, that should be showing up uh, tomorrow, which is nice because I have a flight tomorrow yeah, in the evening. So Wait, where, start... you, where are you flying to? I'm going to uh, Arizona this weekend for a Quidditch tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is actually, that's the main reason I haven't played The Witness. Um, so people are waiting I, for us to talk about that. I don't I, know what system I want to get it on. Um, like, should I get it for PS4 or for Steam? Yeah, I don't know either. Uh... I've heard they're both fine. Oh, that's good at least. Um, 
I just didn't want to start the witness and then be gone for the whole weekend and just be like, oh, I want to get back to it. So I was just like, I'll just start it afterwards. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I haven't picked it up either yet. Um, I guess I'm probably going to do PS4 just because I don't always trust my PC. Um, but I'm not I'm not quite sure yet. I did notice, however, though, apparently it's also 40 Canadian. Oh, which lucky you guys. Yeah, well, it's 43 on Steam, so. But the PSN version is 40. Really? Or at least that's what my buddy was saying. Cause he's right, getting, well, that, he got it on. well, that's a nice change of pace. He got it on uh, on PSN. But yes, I did see a PSN was, was 43. Um, anyway, so what were we talking about? Yeah, so I finished up Ace Attorney this week, uh, which uh, because of that, now I can play other iOS games finally for the first time in months. Um, so I started up Downwell, which I had purchased a while back and was okay. just waiting. I've heard good <clears throat> things about this. Downwell's a cool game. Um, I'm not a huge fan of uh, phone games that put like the interface on the phone mm-hmm. where you have like fake buttons and stuff. And Downwell does have that. But luckily, all you can really do is press left and right while you're falling and then like use your gun boots with with the tap on the right side of the screen. So you basically jump down a well, and then there's enemies and stuff, and you're falling, and I guess the goal is to just get as deep as you can. And, you know, it's a roguelike. You start at the top again when you're done. Mm. But you, you can you can either uh, fall on top of an enemy to kill them, or you can press the... What is equivalent to your jump, um, it's also shoot, because your feet have guns on them. Why not? So you can slow yourself down by shooting, which will, like, propel you up a little bit. Um, but if you're on the ground, you, you're, if you're on a ledge or something, you can jump with them too. And then they just reload once you're, once you're out and there'll be shops and you can buy, you know, uh, bigger, uh, different types of guns for your feet or, um, you can get different abilities. Like every time you land on an enemy, it's going to shoot a bullet up, which is super helpful. Some enemies uh, you can't land, like fall on top of cause they're like spiky. So you have to make sure you shoot them or get out of the way. Um, but yeah, no, that's just a, that's just a pretty fun game. I'm real bad at it. <laughs> but I haven't played a ton of it yet. Um, it's hard to play like on the train because, like I said, it requires both both my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I get a game every every now and then in, and then die pretty quickly. Um, another iOS game. I didn't even know this was a thing. Um, so Lifeline was one of my top ten games of last year. Yeah. Um, if people are not unfamiliar with Lifeline, it's basically an interactive story that uh has heavy um use of the your phone's notification features and you can even interact with the story um like you would a text message you know like swiping and then and then answering right there which was uh i always thought was super cool turns out they had two sequels to that game last year what yeah lifeline 2 came out in september and silent night which i guess ties into the first lifeline came out in december of last year which i didn't know about at all they're currently both on sale um so if people are interested if they liked the first lifeline and they're like oh man let's do let's get some more lifeline they're um only a dollar as opposed to three um i know they're on android so if you wanted to get in on this you should get in on this lifeline's great i still don't have like a credit card tied to my google play account it's weird Anyway, um, so I'm currently playing through Lifeline 2, and then once I do that, I'll, I'll, I'll play Silent Night. Um, but it's basically the same thing, completely different setting, new character, 
Um, but it's it's just more of that, and I love that, which is great to have in the background at all times. And then this is the weirdest game I played. All right, uh, in a bit. This is Churchill Solitaire, which was made um, by Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, Donald Rumsfeld. The, he was involved in this. The uh, U.S. The, Defense the four- Secretary. Yeah, he was on Colbert promoting it a couple nights ago. This is super weird. Um, I guess the story is this was a game that this was a version of Solitaire that Winston Churchill played. And so they made an iOS game uh, out of it. Why not? And when you turn it on, like there's straight up like black and white old school footage of Winston Churchill and stuff. And, and when, if you like give up, it says like never surrender. And there's like audio logs and stuff from him. Like it's oddly like we need to get war and like Winston Churchill stuff in this game in the, in this solitaire game. Is it um, like also an educational game or I don't think so. I haven't actually gotten really far. I've only won once. Like first of all, like solitaire on its own is hard. Right? You know, you don't win a, lo- a game of solitaire all the time. It's it's like a well, I played it's, Solitaire is a time waster. It's not a game you win a lot. Yeah. And and the way Churchill Solitaire works is there's two deck of car- two decks of cards, what? so it's even harder. Oh my god. And the way it works, so it has has all the uh, has the has the ace the aces up there. You, mm-hmm. you, know, you need to get the aces up and then fill them up. Obviously, there's eight this time. And then it also has this other section. I think it's called like the Devil's Row or something like that which is six cards that they've taken out that cannot be put onto the main playing field. They have to go directly onto the aces. So it's basically six cards that you don't have access to. Okay. But you still have to keep in mind. So, for example, if, like, let's say a five of hearts is up there in the devil's row, you have to think, okay, that's one less red five that I'm going to have access to when I'm making my, 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 like, Columns, do, do they you know? give you more columns to work with or you have the same amount which i think was they like give eight. you more columns like Good. it's, it's like twice as much yeah good um and and instead of in the in, in solitaire when you like you know when you when you i'm just gonna put it in terms of like computer solitaire when you click on the deck and then like three come out mm. that's not there anymore what it is now is when you click on the deck every column you have that isn't starting with a king in a free space is going to get a new card put on top of it. What? So like at the bottom. So let's say I have, let's say in one of my columns is like two cards face down and then like 10, nine, eight, that's going to get a card put on top of it. However, if the column is just like king, queen, jack, 10, nine, eight, that's not because that's a free king on its own space. It doesn't have any cards face down underneath it. And it's, and it starts with a King. So, so it kind of incentivizes you to like, really make sure you're, you're taking Kings off the deck, off like the, the piles and making their own column with them. Um, but then that gets hard because you can't move all the, all the cards around that you want if the cards don't line up. So if I have that 10, nine, eight, and then like, let's say a four is put there. Cause I did the deck. Mm. I can't move any of those cards except the four. 
And then once I've gotten rid of that four or moved it, then I can move the 10, nine, eight somewhere else. So it basically just leads to a lot of like, oh, but I need that, that eight of spades that's in there because I need to bring it up, but I can't because there's this four blocking the way. Um, anyway, it's interesting. It's free. Um, th they do the free-to-play model in a bit of a unique way. In uh, The way it works is the way they set up the cards is always the same. There's only three versions they'll give you, an easy, medium, and hard. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a seeds. Um, and you unlock more seeds. So for like five bucks, you'll get, you know, random seeds the whole time. And then I think they have, like for 99 cents, you can buy more like undos or hints or something. Um, so this at least allows you to like get good because you know there's only so much you can do with like one seed and you're going to see it again and again and again if you keep pressing easy. Mm. Um, but it still took me like three or four tries on easy to to clear it once. Do all the cards explode and bounce around like in the Windows version? No, not doesn't do anything like that. Terrible version of Solitaire. <laughs> it will, however, though, if once you're getting close to winning, it'll just pop up saying like, "Hey, you're you're gonna win this. Do you want us to just finish the game for you?" And yes. you'll be like, <laughs> "Oh, I mean, sure, saves me from having you, to." You pretty much this. got this. Here's a mulligan. I mean, yeah, like I had gotten down to just queens and kings. Like all I needed to do was tap on them, and I would have won. Uh, but it just popped up and was like, "Hey, we can handle this for you." Um, anyway, there's a campaign mode and I guess you're working on your way to becoming like, what was it like president minister or something? Oh, you're, I guess it would be prime minister. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, like it's saying like the way it set starts up is you're, you're, you're at this new like training camp and there's a real sharp student ch Churchill there, but you could be sharper. Let's try out some cards. I don't are, know. are you anyway. trying to be a better Winston Churchill than Winston Churchill by playing solitaire? I guess a better, a better at solitaire than Winston Churchill. <laughs> I guess that's the idea. Um. Anyway, this it's yeah, it's a it's a weird premise for a game, but the solitaire version is fun and it's difficult. And like I said, it's free, so if people want to check that out, they should uh they should look into that. I have no idea if it's on Android, but it's on iOS. Um. And yeah, it's uh, made uh, along with uh, Donald Rumsfeld, which that's a really weird thing. To so say. weird. Uh, that's all I've been playing. Let's do the little bit of news that we have. All right, what do we got on the docket? Uh, me coughing <laughs> and, dr and drinking this water. All right, so it looks like we've got the list of PlayStation Plus games and games with gold for February. So let's kick it off with Sony's. Starting with... Ooh, really? Okay. I the, I haven't looked at this list yet, so I'm just finding this out myself. Uh, if you are a PlayStation Plus member, you get the following games for free. Helldivers for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. This is for February, by the way. Yeah, just for February. Nom Nom Galaxy for PS4. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax for PS3. Grid Autosport for PS3. Lemmings Touch for the Vita. And Nova 111 for the PS4, PS3, and Vita. I like how two of the three Vita games are just on all systems. But that's that's kind of nice. That's usually the thing. What is Nova 111? I've never even heard of that. I have no idea. I've never heard of it. And it is unable to find the page when I click on that link. So that's great. Uh, it's So far, it's working on my side. Never mind. Never mind. Same thing. All right. Um, I might check out a couple of those in things to come. <clears throat> uh, and then from what I remember, Games with Gold sucks. So you always have, say that. 
I mean, most of the... Okay, one of the games for gold, there's four of them. One of them is Gears of War 2. I mean, that was a good game. I mean, yeah. One of them is Gears of War 2. Which, who doesn't have... I think I actually have three copies of that game. Three? Like, I have a physical one. Yeah. I have a second one somehow. And then I also got the new Gears of War, so they gave me a digital copy. I totally forgot to install that game in time, so I did not get the four free games. But apparently I can just put the discs in my Xbox One and it'll install them, so... There you go. So, I mean, still, like, Gears... Okay, anyway, Gears of War 2, 360, Sacred Citadel, which I don't know what that is. That's also for 360. And then on Xbox One, it's Hand of Fate and Styx, Master of Shadows. Which I think sticks might have been a PlayStation Plus game. Uh, it looks familiar. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we have that on our PlayStations. But anyway, and I don't know what Hand of Fate is. I've heard I've heard Hand of Fate's actually pretty good. Paul's played it a bunch. Okay, maybe it's a good game. I don't know what it is, but um, not not my favorite lineup of free games. Raw. Um, just today, uh, I guess there was an EA earnings call and they have said, uh, first off, they confirmed Titanfall 2 is mm-hmm. happening. I mean, they said that was going to happen years ago, so this is not a shocker. Uh, and they've said that, uh, it should be coming out, uh, within the, you know, fiscal year. So basically this, oh, they also mentioned Mass Effect Andromeda is the same thing. So we should be getting new Titanfall and Andromeda before March 31st of 2017, which I'm sure we'll probably get them around, you know, Christmas like usual. I Although, I wouldn't be surprised if one Titanfall of those was early in the year. Wasn't uh, it? Yeah, it was like March, wasn't it? Yeah, so maybe that's going to be like early next year and Mass Effect this year. Yeah, March 11th. Yeah. So maybe something similar. I'm assuming it's going to be something similar. Oh, yeah, apparently a new Battlefield as well. No shocker. There's a new Battlefield as well? Okay. Yeah, no shocker right. there, I guess. Uh, the last uh, story bit we have here is about Mighty Number no. 9 getting delayed again, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess this is for um, network issues. That's what the last delay was for, too. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's, what, that's it what the one last year was. Uh, so a lot of people are fairly upset because basically they just the things they said they were going to add in the game they haven't are really causing the problems, which makes sense. Like how many Mega Man games had net play? Uh, Mega Man powered up, I think is the only one. And that was literally just to upload stages and download them. Does this have multiplayer? Yes. I believe that was one of the Kickstarter, uh, okay. stretch goals. All right. So a lot of people I've seen of them, like, why don't they do what shovel Knight did where they release the core game and then they just add the content later. But I, I, I kind of get why they're doing it this way, because there's no guarantee that like sales will cover the cost of doing all that. But that was also the point of the Kickstarter. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, they should already have that money, right? It's I yeah, think. it's it's shaky. Basically, Inafune is basically just losing all of his credibility with Money Number Nine, which is I feel like it's been lost. Like, is what is, is this like the third delay? Yes. The first one, the real problem with the first one was that they did it like right before the date was coming up. And I feel like they also kind of did it with this one as well, but not nearly as bad. Also, wasn't this game kickstarted twice? Uh, yeah. 
And then there was the fact that they tried to do another game Kickstarter before this game even came out, which was that Red Sun one. Yeah, the Red... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Mega Man Legends spiritual successor. And then I think they kickstarted the anime, too, or something like that. I think that's what the second Kickstarter was. Yeah, yeah, this is all familiar now, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I still hope it's a good game. What I played at E3, I liked, but uh, they're burning a lot of their goodwill. Yeah, I feel bad for people who kickstarted that game. Um, anyway, that's it for news. Nothing much happened this last week. Let's do questions. Uh, people want to send questions in. It's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter or the Facebook group or uh, John's PO box. Speaking of, I got a letter. Oh man, Paul's not here. Oh, it's, it's even better. It's a letter that has no name on it. Okay. And this actually pertains to uh, the game of the year podcast. And somehow somehow it resealed itself, which is very impressive for a letter. Uh, Oops. Poor Paul. I feel so bad for Paul. He would be excited for this, um, except when he finds out what it is. Hey, guys, I don't think you counted my vote, so better late than never. Here's my submission for the community game of the year. (laughs) Most Most disappointing game of the year. Number one, Undertale. Number two, Undertale. Number three, Undertale. Surprising game of the year. Number one, Undertale. Number two, Undertale. Number three, Undertale. 2015's 2014 game of the year. Number one, Undertale. Number two, Undertale. Number three, Undertale. 2015's 20XX game of the year. Number one, Undertale. Number two, Undertale. Number three, Undertale. Pile of shame. Number one, Undertale. Number two, Undertale. Number three, Undertale. Game of the year. Number one, Undertale. Number two, Undertale. Number three, Undertale. Number four, Undertale. Number five, Undertale. Number six, Undertale. Number seven, Undertale. Number eight, Undertale. Undertale. Number nine, Undertale. And number ten, Undertale. And honorable mentions, 11 to infinity, Undertale. I don't think any explanation is necessary. This is clearly a very serious submission that should be analyzed. Thank you for your consideration. And at the bottom, they wrote down a YouTube link. Like, they actually wrote out a YouTube link. And I looked it up, and it was a version of... uh, It was a mashup of Darude Sandstorm and Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. That's great. Thank you for... And there's no name on that? No name. No name oh, on the letter. Well, thank no you, name. anonymous person. The only uh, marker that is that shows where it's from is there's a Canadian stamp on it. So it's from someone in Canada. It's probably the same person who actually sent in that same uh, list of games. Yeah, I remember seeing that submission on um, on the Survey Monkey thing. Obviously, we ignored it. <coughs> Don't worry. Um, it's It's been mailed in. But, now it's been read hey, out. Yeah, no. Um... We accept everything in the PO box, and like I said, we will we will read anything that comes in the mail, the PO box. So um, keep it coming. Thank you. Uh, I'll get the next question. <coughs> this is from Jaren, and they said, "What's your favorite FMV game?" Mine is Ripper. You know, like the one with Christopher Walken and Paul Giamatti. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pause right there and say, "No, I don't know what you're talking about," but that sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, Ripper is exactly what it advertises it's a weird like post or like cybernetic future it's kind of like steampunkish or cyberpunk you like like the guy like travels on the internet and i i I actually have not watched all of this but i know that i know that uh christopher walken's in i think he's like a detective or something like that that sounds great what's that for like is that just on pc pc okay i should look into that favorite fmv game Ooh. Uh, Fox Hunt's pretty high up there. So I'll probably say Fox Hunt. Um, I was going to say the Gunstringers DLC, the uh, Wavy Tube Man Chronicles. 
is really great. Mm. And you, you know, I'm just kind of a fan of um uh Twisted Pixels random FMV videos. <laughs> Just, uh, just, just twist general. a pixel, basically. Just is the twist, answer. Yeah, basically twist a pixel is the answer. Um, yeah, twist a pixel is real great. Uh, do you want to get the next one? Yep. Calico writes in and says, "What do you think about more video game movies starting to come out, such as Angry Birds, Ratchet and Clank, Warcraft, etc.? Are all supposed to come out this year?" I mean, I think I t- Assassin's Creed's finished filming too, so that might also be this year. I doubt that's this year. I think. I think I heard them say 2017 for that. I think. I'm looking it um, up. Uh, uh, no, actually, they're saying December 21st. I mean, that, okay. I mean, that's pretty close to 2017. But yes, they, that is still yeah. this year. Um, I think I saw a he- an, like a, an, uh, an article headline that said the new Angry Birds trailer has 17 seconds of a bird peeing in it. Like continuously. Wow, that sounds like a high quality product. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious how uh, Ratchet and Clank does. Um, that thing just screams like straight to DVD to me, but you know it's coming to theaters, so I'm curious how that happens. Has there been a good video game movie though? Uh, I kind of like the Prince of Persia movie. That was all right. And I, I, mean, I, 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 movie? I love the Mortal Kombat movie. I've only seen it once, but I saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters once too. I have a feeling it does not hold up at all, like we're remembering. Yo, ostrich racing though. Ost- uh, ostrich racing with Doctor Octopus. Yeah, this sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Mortal Kombat. The original Mortal Kombat movie is pretty good. Haven't seen those. I liked those YouTube uh, shorts they were doing for a bit there. Mm. Um, I guess I'm just going to say I don't like them because I can't think of like one that I was like, this is a good movie. This is great. So I'm going to say I don't like it. Um, I'll probably end up seeing Ratchet and Clank and Warcraft, though. I'll probably watch Ratchet and Clank. I don't think I'll watch Warcraft. That animation looks real nice. So I don't know. We'll have, I'll have to see. I'm Comic book movies are are a lot better. Andy writes in and says, ever since old MMOs, such as RuneScape, have introduced new models to entice older players, I've been giving them a shot. Now, they've become my guilty pleasure that I fall back to whenever I want to relax after a long day. Are there any games that you've gone back to just to see how it holds up to this day? And do you currently have a game you would consider a guilty pleasure? I mean, don't you do that like every day? Kind of play an older game. I don't have and I don't have a specific game that I would call a guilty pleasure. I guess I genuinely enjoy most of the games I play. I mean, the guilty pleasure would imply you you are enjoying it, but you just you're you feel like you shouldn't. Mm. I mean, FMV games, usually just stupid games, stupid or cheesy what about, games. Um, what about like? Like Pokemon Shuffle. I mean, that's a puzzle game. I mean, th- there's no guilt to that when you when you're playing like the 400th puzzle. I didn't pay any money for it. Okay, just because. Okay, um, I definitely don't go back to games like ever. Really, I'm 
But I am looking forward to that one day where I've forgotten almost everything Ghost Trick has, and I will go play that game again for almost like the first time. And then Guilty Pleasure Games. No. I, there's always something else I can play. Uh, he also adds, uh, he, also, the lineup for EVO 2016 was announced this past Tuesday. The lineup consisted of the following nine games. Street Fighter V, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Super Smash Bros. 4, Guilty Gear, Zerd, Revelator, Mortal Kombat X, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Killer Instinct, Pokken, and Tekken 7. Just adding that. And then he says, The reveal of Pokken at, at Evo was a bit of a surprise, but I'm interested to see it. Sorry, see how it could play out and if a scene can be formed. The venue this year was also a surprise. The first two days are going to be held inside the Las Vegas Convention Center, encompassing a hefty 200,000 square feet of room, making for quite the event. The final day will be held at the Mandal Mandalay, Ma- Ma- Mandalay. Mandalay Bay Sports Arena, seating approximately 12,000 attendees. Thoughts on how much Evo has grown compared to the past and thoughts on the Evo lineup. Do they often put like brand new games in Evo? Oh yeah, like... that shit happens all the time. Mortal okay. Com- uh Mortal Kombat and like Injustice basically bought their way into uh Evo's lineup in the past couple of years. So I'm okay. not too shocked by Mortal Kombat X being there. Uh same with Pokémon being in there, especially considering Nintendo started promoting uh the Smash Brothers tournaments pretty hard in the past 2 years. Uh Tekken 7 also no surprise because When is yeah. Evo? Evo is usually in the middle of July. I think the second weekend of July. Oh, okay. So Pokemon will have been out for a while. It comes out in March. Oh man, it comes out that soon. It's 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 a uh, somewhere in March. I remember. Um, which I'm looking forward to. That's going to be a weird thing. Um. Yeah, July fifteenth to seventeenth. So. Was it last year that Catherine was there, or am I thinking of something else? Uh, Catherine was there, not in like. In, in like a side thing like it was just yeah. like yeah but this was evo yeah okay i'm much more excited for the weird games that pop up i don't i don't i don't think they were scene. on stream though i don't believe i think they were just like unless people were streaming it there 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 was definitely streams of Catherine. i remember watching some of it all right um and that was great uh so i'm just more interested in that um otherwise fighting games i'm i don't, I don't really follow any of that I'll watch it. I'm excited for the list. Um, I still find it funny that two Smash Brothers are on there, but I'm not surprised. They both bring in audiences. Uh, Street Fighter V, not shocked since that will finally be out. Bit surprised that Street Fighter IV is not on there. I guess they're just, Capcom's officially just trying to get past it already. They're they're just done. They want to push five as hard as they can. I would assume they would want to move on to the latest one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Guilty Gear, I'm I'm a little surprised Guilty Gear is the only anime fighter on there. Because usually there's at least two. And I'm more surprised that Killer Instinct's on there than anything. Because I didn't think the scene was that big, but maybe I'm wrong. But didn't season two like just come out, or it's about to just come out or something? Uh, season three's about to start. Oh, is three about to start? Yeah. What's or the I, one with I, Battletoads? Technically, that would be season three. Oh, okay. Or with a Battletoad, I guess I should say. Um... Yep, it's killing right. Oh, I guess that would explain it then if season three's on the in the works. Yeah, like, like I said, I believe there's that's like an evolving game, so 
Also, I totally forgot Rash was in Battle was in Killer Instinct. Now I kind of want to play Killer Instinct again. Yeah, didn't they show that at E3? Uh, yeah, if you have Rare Replay, you could play as him. I think that was only for a short period of time. So that might already be passed by now. I'm sure you can buy him, though. That's how, like, that game's made about buying the characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. He might not be available until mm-hmm. Season 3 actually, like, is in the works. Right. All right. You got this next one? Yep. Give me one sec. Chris writes in and said, Happy 300th episode, TDP. I would have sent a letter to John's P.O. Box, but I imagine it probably wouldn't get there in time. Have some anniversary questions. Well, they would be if I could bother to write down the questions you got on the first episode. Number one, on a scale from 10 to 10, how awkward would you feel if you visited your parents' house and saw them wearing the top 10 respective shirts? Or in John's case, the egg farm shirts. My mom has one of those. So, uh, not at all. My mom asked for a link to the top-down perspective shirt, and I told her no. My mom actually must have heard her name being said because she just texted me. <laughs> there you go. You summoned her. Um, yeah, I would not let my mom have access to one of those. She wanted to get one, and I was like, you don't need one of these, Mom. You don't need it. You don't need it. Don't take pride in my work, please. No, I, I, that doesn't bother me at all. It's funny cause if they don't get like the in joke or the joke about it, but I mean they're supporting you, so that's the thing I like. So, no, I'm fine with the support. I was just like, Mom, you're never gonna wear this. Like, don't, don't. You don't need to get this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I think my mom wore the shirt once, and I'm more than okay with that much. She didn't have to wear it at all. So, yeah. Question number two. Are there any shows or games that you absolutely love despite their genre or style normally being something you don't like? For me personally, random humor tends to just annoy me rather than make me laugh, but bo 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 is still probably my favorite anime in spite of that, and I don't entirely understand why. I think I added one too many bows at the end there, but... Um, okay, so a show that you... A show or game you like, but the genre you normally don't. Yeah, I usually don't like simulation sports games, but... Blitz the League, like number two specifically. That, that almost like doesn't count. Blitz the League was like still more simulation than the other Blitz games. It was just like you could also break bones and shit. So like I like I like games on the cusp like that. So I don't like actual football, but man, Blitz. I'm all about Blitz. Um Yeah, I definitely don't like sports games. I'm trying to think if there were any sports games I was into. I mean, I'm okay with some of the Mario uh, sports ga- titles. Um, yeah, usually it's just, nope, don't like this genre. They haven't made one that I've liked so far. They haven't made a genre you don't like? or they haven't No, made- they haven't made like a game in the genre that i that i like because i'm trying to think like i don't like simulation racing and there isn't really a simulation racing game that i like what you don't like forzas no you like no. horizon better you like horizon yeah way better. i'm into horizon because it's an arcade racer <laughs> huh i don't know i'll have to keep thinking but something that has popped into my head that i think is worth you know, your attention mm. there are currently work apparently this is what wikipedia was telling me they are currently working on a new Hey Arnold movie. Oh my god. And it's going to pick up where the show left off and answer some unanswered questions about his parents. How cool is that? 
How excited are you? I'm pretty, excited. Pretty cool, Sean. Pretty cool. You don't think that's cool? You didn't like Hey Arnold? I, I mean, it was all right, but I never watched the first movie to begin with, so. I mean, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's been I, I it's been long movie. enough. It's been long enough that I don't care. Basically, you really, you wouldn't watch it? Probably not. Okay, here's another thing. This is less cool, but I just so you know. So you know Rugrats? Yeah. Did you ever watch All Grown Up? Uh, a couple episodes. Apparently, there was another spinoff show. What? Yeah, and it was called uh, Rugrats Preschool Days, spelled D A Z E, and it featured it was focused on uh, Susie and Angelica going to preschool. Different art style. They only ever aired four. Ep- There's only four episodes of it. <laughs> so I was looking this up, and I watched the first episode. I didn't think it was that great. Uh, the art style freaked me out because it was. Not oh my god! I just Rugrats. I just looked it up and holy shit! Yeah, it's like it's really weird the art style, but um, that's a thing that exists. And like I said, there's four episodes on the internet. You can watch those. Uh, when did this abomination even come out? It was a while ago, apparently. Um, but yeah, I was I was just going through some Nicktoons stuff and just finding all these things, and yeah, my mind was just constantly getting blown. 2005 it says in the UK did we even get it over here I believe we did I believe it said there's yeah, a all the episodes the, have been released on DVD in the US and the show aired on Nick and Nick Jr in the US in 2008 Yeah so there you go uh it see, is the, it facts. is the shortest lived of all of the Nickelodeon series with only 4 episodes produced and aired Yeah I guess there's kind of like an episode 0 because you know how with All Grown Up, they did like a prequel episode to it in Rugrats? Mm-hmm. I guess they did the same thing with this with this uh, series. Um, and apparently like in the UK, they did the prequel episode in All Grown Up, but in the US, they did it in Rugrats? That's a but little anyways, weird. I didn't watch that prequel one. and uh, Or maybe I did when I was super young and I just didn't put it together. But um, I did watch the first episode of this series. That's, that's a thing. I don't know if I'm going to watch the other three. I mean, I, I'm, I should just so it's like done and it'd be so easy to do, but all right. Oh, last yeah. question. That reminds oh. me too. Like I saw someone mention in the chat, uh, a bunch of Hanna-Barbera comics got announced like today that they were getting our cartoons getting rebooted as comics. And it was like wacky racers, Scooby-Doo, the Flintstones and Johnny quest. And like the teaser image for wacky racers makes it look like Mad Max. That's the pi- weird. The picture for Scooby-Doo makes them look like they're like warriors from the future. Like Scooby-Doo's got like a cybernetic monocle. Daphne's That's wearing like weird. wearing like armor. Because uh, they already have like Scooby-Doo comics and there's there's like still a cartoon going on. The only one that actually looked like normal was Johnny Quest. That looked pretty much like I remember the show. What being. does the Flintstones look like then? Uh, they like everyone looks like super buff and the dinosaurs look a bit more realistic like Dino, but they're still like slightly cartoony, but nowhere near as much. Here I'll, okay. I'll I'll find. I, mean, if, I wouldn't say Dino was like realistic, like, I, but like he was purple. Yeah, I guess, but he still like looked. <laughs> he looked a bit more like they were trying to go for like. I I want to say Jurassic Park style, but maybe more serious. Here I'll, I found a tweet. That Where's I, the reboot? Reboot. Uh, I think that's still in the works. Yeah, I mean that got announced forever ago. Um, yeah, this is gonna this is gonna completely jank out our, our footage, so I apologize. Oh, you're putting it on the show. No, I'm linking it to you 
and I have to do that. I have to screw up our footage. Oh, and put a bunch of uh, put a dancing bear emoji on screen. Sorry about that. What? Okay. Yeah, this is whoa. Yeah, oh, see man. what I mean? I'm Here, I'll, at I'll link Scooby Doo one. I'll link that in the chat as well. Yeah, put that in the chat. Holy smoke! Okay, so I'm looking at. First off, Fred has a tribal tattoo. Yep, that's pretty great. Um. Oh, Zoinks, what's that guy's name? Uh, oh, that's Shaggy. Shaggy, that's his name. Shaggy is like, he's straight up a hipster. He's got a tattoo sleeve. He's got a curly mustache. Big beard, curly, yeah, novelty facial hair. Uh, looks like he's got plugs in his ears. Um, Daphne looks, from what I can tell, basically the same, but I can't see a lot of her. Scooby-Doo does have some kind of, like, emoji eye monocle? yeah. There's like bubble emojis coming out of his eye. Um, and then, uh, sorry, da- not Daphne. Even Velma, Velma, looks, Velma looks the same, yeah. Daphne, I mean, there's nothing like that different about her, I guess. She's not in a dress. That's like the biggest change. But she's also carrying a gun or a flamethrower. She also has some kind of weird gun that has a bunch of wires coming out of it. She's wearing like combat pants. Oh, she's yeah. still wearing that ascot, so who knows? I think the biggest thing is Shaggy. Like Shaggy basically looks like he belongs from Mumford and Sons or like some sort of band. Yeah. Wow, man, that's weird. Okay, let's look at the other one. Yeah, I, the Flintstones basically. Yeah, they just it just looks like more realistic. But yeah, yeah, that's and, really you know, the, that. Yeah, the, the the dinosaurs are way more realistic. That's true. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I don't even know what Wacky Race Land is. Wacky, Wacky Racers was like their series where they would take like Hanna Barbera characters and they'd just be in a like a worldwide race. Okay, never saw any of this, but yeah, this looks. I mean, the only thing about it looking like actually, I was gonna say the only thing about Mad Max is like the desert, but no, these cars have like spikes all over them and stuff. Yeah. Um. And then Johnny Quest basically just looks like Johnny Quest. Giant monsters, weird shit yeah. happening. Race Bannon driving a Jeep. A Everyone just running away from shit. Eye lasers. That that's pretty Johnny Quest. And, well, that's that's definitely a weird thing. That's weird. Um, let's uh, let's do the last question here. Uh, Theodore, last episode there was a question about the virtual console and the subject of Mother One and Mother Three came up. To clarify something about that, Mother 1 was already translated long before its virtual console release by Nintendo. The translation on the virtual console is in fact the same one found on prototype cartridges and English ROM dumps. Mother 3, unfortunately, has no official translation, so if we were ever to get the game, it would either have to be translated uh, slash localized by Nintendo of America from scratch or use the fan translation. Anyone's guess which is more likely? Uh, and then he says, an actual question, though, if Nintendo were to make another mainline Metroid game, where in the timeline would you want it to take place and what would it be about? Continue the timeline, period. Fucking go after Fusion. Why? I don't know, understand why they've avoided it so much. Is, there is a, it because they wrote the timeline? Some, yeah, there's a Metroid timeline. I thought it was always just random, like, she's on a planet. No, um, no. Explore. No, there's a timeline. Uh, Fusion is the latest game in the series. Where does um, what was the one that Team Ninja worked on? Uh, Other M. Where does that fit in? Directly after Super Metroid, but before Fusion. Oh, okay. I think so. It's the, like the second most recent. 
Yes. Wasn't it her? Wasn't it her like becoming a fighter? No, that was like her, the the flashbacks in the. Oh, were they flashbacks? Okay. Yeah, she's already been established when she shows up in actual the actual gameplay. Okay, what's the first one? Um, I want to say it's Metroid slash Zero Mission. I think, or actually, maybe the Prime games are before it. I forget. I didn't. I honestly did not know there were there was any kind of timeline. I thought it was just random. Like, here's another space adventure. Nope. Uh, oh yeah, the manga's technically first, but not counting that. Game-wise, Metroid slash Zero Mission is the first. Followed by Prime, Prime Hunters, Prime 2, Prime 3, Metroid 2, Super Metroid, Other M, and Fusion. Okay, I forgot Prime Hunters. I didn't know that even counted. I don't, I don't even think there's anything storyline important in that, so I guess it's not really important. But apparently, timeline-wise, it comes after there, Prime, there but be before Prime 2. There to put it in there. Huh. All right. Um, I, I get, I guess technically I don't care where it would be because I didn't know there was one. But you want it to just continue the storyline? Yeah. I mean, right. I get why they're avoiding it because her of the stuff that happens in that game, her suit gets really like drastically changed, so they would have to like completely Infusion? revamp her. Yeah. Couldn't she just get a new suit? No. Is it one of? Is it only one? Yeah. That's kind of part of the mythos of the series that the Chozo made her suit and gave it to her, and then obviously they went extinct. Oh, so, but what if there's like a secret Chozo person left? I mean, they could do that, but then all the weird shit they had about like the suit fusing to her body after like fusion. Oh, is that what happens in fusion? That's one. Yeah, like, did you not play fusion? So, no. Okay. So is she like an like a cyborg? No, uh, it fused her body because of this parasite that like took over try or try to take over her body in general. That's why there's like SAX in that game, which is the evil Samus running around as your in your original suit. Um she gets she reabsorbs all the all of it back and she gets a form of her original suit, but it's not quite the same. It's like the fusion suit. I can't remember the exact details. But she can like remove the suit fine now. It's just it looks nothing like it used to. The the actual fusion suit is vastly different looking from the Metroid we're all used to, Samus's armor, which might be one of the reasons why they don't continue the timeline. Okay, well there you go. <clears throat> um, all right. So if people want to send in questions for next week, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter or uh, the Facebook group or John's PO box. That was delightful. Thank you again for sending that in. Uh, John, what was your game of the week? I already forgot what games I talked about. I guess Paper Jam. I'm going to say two. Last week it was Civil. And this week it was Ace Attorney 3. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, that's going to do it. Hopefully Paul will be back with us next time. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Later.